When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm taking multiple stabs at this tonight, trying, trying to find the right tone. I, I can't have an upbeat tone after that game. Hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. This was the Pittsburgh game, the eighth game of the season, and it's the first time I've talked into a microphone in seven seasons and had to talk about West Virginia losing the pit. The previous six seasons, they all weren't full of roses. You remember the 18-19 season. You remember two seasons ago. Even in those seasons, that that 18-19 season where guys got kicked off the team late in the year, Sagabah Kanate's curtain call was a pretty good performance in the backyard brawl to lead West Virginia to a win. That was a That ended up being a terrible season. And the team with the losing record two seasons ago, they beat Pitt. This team could not beat Pitt. I mean, last season, Henson had Emmett Matthews and Trey Mitchell guarding him. This season, those guys weren't able to guard him because one graduated and one transferred, and there just wasn't a guy on WVU's roster. And this isn't even, you can't even point to numbers here as far as what the how the roster is currently constructed. And even if Battle was on this team, like best case scenario as far as who could be on this team right now, none of them could have guarded Henson as well as it just was a bad matchup. And Henson made six threes in the first half, and he made nine for the game, and Pittsburgh made 16 as a team. And you make enough of those, then you can get to the rim, and that's them getting to the rim is what stretched the lead for Pitt in the second half. And West Virginia's offense with this roster is anemic. You know, you see Eilert working. It's like, Quinn is getting the ball in the basket, and Jesse Edwards is getting to the ball, getting the ball to the basket in the basket. Let's run pick and roll with those guys. And you had some success with that if the ball ended in Jesse's or Quinn's hands. But there's three other guys on the court 
And in theory, they're set up on the court to where if a pass comes out of that to one of those three guys, then something good can happen offensively. And you just have guys eight games into the season who do not have the green light mentally to when they get the ball to shoot the ball. If you did a drinking game tonight of somebody getting the ball in a position where they can go up and shoot the ball and instead they pump fake, that would be a bad drinking game or a good drinking game, depending on what you want the outcome to be. It's not confidence. It's not green light. And you look at Pittsburgh, the Panthers, who finally won a game against their rival, their first in seven seasons. And all you seen was confidence. All you seen was confidence. And that crew last year was talking a good game, Pittsburgh. And that team lost by, they got smoked at home. And one year later, the freshman guard was super confident. But Henson, of course, was the standout. And you just didn't have an answer defensively. And then again, offensively. That that run that stretched the lead to danger zone before West Virginia got a timeout, their last offensive possession, Jesse Edwards is pulling up 20 seconds left in the shot clock to shoot a three. That is Jesse Edwards Jesse Edwards is masterful under the rim. He's not gonna get Single coverage. He's going to get double and triple teamed. And if he's got that shot from three, there's a reason why. It's because the other team wants him to shoot it. And Pat Subnick, he took a three. I don't like to see him shoot threes. And it was a, it was a, it wasn't a dare. It was a triple dog dare. I dare you to shoot that. And when the defense is triple dog daring you to shoot it, You've got two options. (laughs) You shoot it, and guess what? When you shoot it, the defense is one because they obviously, the triple dog dare position is we don't care if you make it. You got to make it a bunch of times for us to change what we're doing. Until then, we're triple dog daring you. And Pat Subnick played two minutes tonight. And Josiah Harris scored in the St. John's game, and he's back to, he he made a free throw when this game was out of hand. And that's his contribution offensively. Technically positive, just in life, a cook, a cook, cleared the play, played a few minutes in this game, got a couple of blocks. And just as as a person living, and we all seen what happened in the exhibition game, it was very nice to see him playing the game of basketball. He couldn't play a lot because he he got cleared. News that he got cleared happened like less than an hour before the game started or a couple hours before the game started. So he played eight minutes. He's going to get more minutes if as he gets his conditioning and he still has a clean bill of health. So that's that's fantastic for him as a person. And also selfishly for the basketball team that you can mix around Edwards and Slazinski and a cook 
to try to give you some depth there, it does mean less of Sumnick. Like I knew after those first half minutes from Pat Sumnick that we weren't going to see a lot of Pat Sumnick the rest of this game. And then extrapolating, I don't know how much we're going to see of him in the future. I mean, Eilert's on record. He, he said before the season started, I've got seven or eight Big 12 ready guys. And I don't think Sumnick made that list. Can he get there? Sure, it's his, it's his second season. He played limited minutes last year. Maybe he'll find a role on this team. We'll see. But eight games in, he, he doesn't have it. And Eilert is saying we we might, you know, you can hear him wrestling with it in the post-game press conferences. Maybe I need to play Patrick Sumnick more. And then he couldn't play him more tonight. He absolutely could not play him more tonight. And Seth Wilson is struggling. And Josiah Harris is struggling offensively. And Offrey Neve, I would say he's the best. He's the best offense creator outside of Quinn. I think he's actually ahead of Kobe Johnson as far as creating offense when he's attacking. Because he's got great vision. He's the best post feeder. He's just physically. And you can't expect Offrey to be ready as a freshman physically. He's not there yet. But he's got fight in him. And yes, they they triple dog dared Offrey, but he want, he wanted to shoot that. And he kept trying. And he led the team in shots tonight. And I don't think that was a terrible thing given what was happening. He's just not it, but as a team, that's not a great sign that the guy who you weren't expecting, I don't think Offrey was on that Big 12 ready list, but he's been a pleasant surprise. And getting a cook back is a pleasant surprise. And two Saturdays from now, you get Kerr back. So let's let's try to focus for any positive. If the battle situation remains the way it is, and the only missing piece that's that's coming comes back in the Massachusetts game, you've got you've got ten scholarship guys, and let's be clear. You probably got, you still have a rotation of eight. You've got what I think will be the starting lineup of Kerr, Kobe, Offrey, Quinn, and Jesse Edwards. I think that's where, I think that's where it goes to. It may not be in the UMass game, but I think that's where we get in Big 12 play is those are your five starters unless something drastically changes with Harris, and with Seth. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Maybe Harris gets a nod over Offrey because the numbers so far, and you, you don't want to look a ton at the numbers because the numbers are not great, and it's a reflection of how the season is going. The two best five-men lineup in plus-minus and net rating, they have Josiah Harris in those lineups. So if Eilert's an analytics guy, then he may make the case that Josiah needs to be in there. I would also say that those two best five-man lineups also have Offrey Nebay in them. So maybe it's a crapshoot. One of those two plays the three. But I could see Offrey taking more of Josiah's minutes if Josiah is, is going to be Jekyll and Hyde and mostly and mostly Mr. Hyde. Or w- w- which was the bad one of Jekyll and Hyde? <laughs> you get if if that's going to be the case, then I think Offrey takes his minutes. And I think Kerr takes a, a lot of Seth minutes and gets Seth. You're hoping in these first eight games that Seth Wilson graduates from, let's throw him in and see if he's making shots. His confidence is not there. And it I don't I don't think it's been there in in hardly any game. Just just glimpses. There's been spots where he's made a couple of threes back to back. But again tonight, just passing up shots, passing up opportunities, glimpses of him trying to be more aggressive, but it was it's just not there. And so Kerr fixes that. And so you get you get Seth coming off the bench, and if he's got it, great. And if not, you gotta ride with with Kerr and with Kobe. And a cook, we talked about him added to the mix. That's going to help Jesse, and that's going to help Quinn. And then you just get spot minutes from Pat. I think you get first-half Pat minutes, and then you we may never see him in the second half unless the game's completely out of hand. And that's, and that's totally in the cards because that's, that's where we're at. I think when Kerr comes back, I think we get out of the struggling to break 60 territory which is which is a welcome sight and even if you're bad if you're if you're scoring then it's still not great you want to you want to win the games but just it, as an as a viewing experience it's much better that you're that you're <laughs> you're not you're not trying to eke out 63 like west virginia eked out 63 tonight if they didn't get all those free throw attempts in the first half. They I don't know how they get the 60. Kerr helps that. But 
What you saw defensively tonight, no, I think maybe BYU shoots a high volume of threes similar to what Pitt does. I think they actually shoot more threes. But you're not going to have a ton of that in the Big 12. But what you will see, I'm afraid, even when Kerr comes back, is I could see the St. John scenario happening again of just dudes bullying West Virginia and just big-boying them. I That's in the cards, even when Kerr comes back. And there's no... There's no cavalry for that. There's not something that Eilert can can scheme to to <laughs> keep West Virginia from getting bullied. And Kerr's a firecracker, so maybe maybe he proves me wrong there. But I know historically his defense is not he's not being looked at to get stops. He will be looked at to resuscitate the offense, and I think that's going to help. And a cook giving another option down low and giving the opportunity to get Jesse and Quinn into the 30 to 35 minute range versus the 33 to 38 minute range. That's going to help. Uh, but oof, it's, I feel, I feel for the coaching staff. I don't know. I can't give them any advice because they know way more about basketball than I do. But with the hand dealt, I, we're, I'm going in repeats. I'm not going to do that. You can understand how we're here, and you can also feel bad that Pitt did that to you in the Coliseum. I guess that's the quickest way to put it. <laughs> Unreasonable Doubt is under the smoking musket umbrella. Check out the Discord. Been talking about the Discord. Send your questions for the podcast there. Converse with other WVU fans during basketball games. During West Virginia is going to play a bowl game. So you can talk with people during the game, the bowl game. We'll find out that soon. Joel and Jordan on West by Pod, a WVU football podcast. They're going to be talking about the Baylor win. They're going to be talking about WVU's bowl prospects, other stuff as well. Check them out. Go to smokingmusket.com. Follow Smoking Musket on social media. Smoking Musket. Do it. The next game for WVU is Saturday, December 9th, 4 p.m. Back to the streaming land. Hey, listen. West Virginia game did not get preempted by the Caitlin Clark game and did not get the last four minutes pulled away from them. Now, this would be, I would argue, of a game to move to ESPN News. I, I'm still, I'm going to follow, but I totally, I totally get that. I totally get, you know what? We'll we'll go to Sports Center a little bit earlier. As a West Virginia fan, <laughs> I don't think it would have been frowned upon nearly as much as as the slight it felt in <laughs> the last in the St. John's game. 4 p.m. ESPN Plus. West Virginia plays at home against the Drexel Dragons. Listen, this is as as rough as this stretch has been to start the season. The next four for West Virginia. I'm not going to call 
in a in a season like this, I'm not going to call any game a must win. But here's the next four: Drexel Dragons. Then you go to Massachusetts. You go to Springfield to play UMass and Frank Martin. Then you come back to the Coliseum to play Radford and then Toledo. Neither of those games are pushovers. Then you go to Cleveland to play Ohio State, and then you hit the gauntlet. So these next four are going to be critical for any signs of life for the coaching staff. I mean, the, the optics of not getting through these four games at minimum three and one and truly four and oh is going to be a challenge, but four and oh is not out of the question. But if you get a split on these, then and then you go to Cleveland to play a good Ohio State team, and then you start the Big 12 schedule at Houston. I mean, I don't I don't want to sugarcoat this. And the computer just knows what the computer knows. But Ken Pomeroy's computer, it generates the um the what it thinks the result is going to be for each game. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, take your hand if you can do that. If you're driving, don't do this. But if you've got your hand in front of you, take your left hand, put your pointy finger up in the air, and then put your thumb at a 90-degree angle. I want to put your thumb parallel to the ground. And put your and you put your pointy finger towards the ceiling, and then look at that. What letters? What letter is that? All right. Look at that letter that your hand is creating, and if you look at Ken Pomeroy's computer from the Ohio State game to the last game of the season, what you're looking at right now is what the computer has as a prediction. <laughs> And if you look at the next four games, I want you to change what you're doing with your hand. I want you to take, this is a little more complicated, take your thumb and hide it into, into the palm of your hand and take your pinky and put it in the palm of your hand and make your thumb and your pinky touch in front of the palm of your hand and put your other three fingers towards the sky and kind of spread them out a little bit. Now, look at what letters does that look like? All right, so that letter for three of the next four games, that's what you see in Ken Pomeroy's computer. The computer is painting an extremely bleak picture because Ken Pomeroy's computer says West Virginia, the results are going to be 0-16 or 0-18 in the conference. That's not, that's not exactly what it's predicting. It is giving West Virginia a 1.1% chance of a winless record in conference and a 0% chance of going 18-0. <laughs> Just something to ponder. It, it, it's the Jim Carrey dumb and dumber, so you're saying there's a chance. Ken Pomeroy's computer is saying there's a chance that West Virginia can go 0-18 in the Big 12. Drexel Dragons, back to that. <laughs> Drexel Dragons, good at basketball. Have you heard of Villanova? It's not, it's not your Jay Wright Villanova, but they aren't too shabby. 
and Drexel went to well, it's Drexel's in Philadelphia as well, but they beat Villanova in a close game. Villanova's a good basketball team. And they lost to Princeton to Princeton last night by 11. And Princeton is undefeated and they're really good at basketball as well. The the silver lining and Drexel is really good at defense. So we're talking about West Virginia struggling to break 60. That is for sure going to be the case in the Coliseum on Saturday. The the silver lining here is that this is the fifth straight away game for the Drexel Dragons. This is the last road game. Are they traveling, you know, to the West Coast? No. It's 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 all it's all East Coast and fairly close, but this is their fifth straight game away from their home court. So maybe you take you know, that's the silver lining for West Virginia to beat the Drexel Dragons. And Drexel's coach, Zach Spiker, he has a West Virginia connection. I'm going to be in the Coliseum for the Drexel game, going to take the family up for our first visit to the Coliseum. Looking forward to that. I am. I'm truly looking forward to that, regardless of how the how the season's going. It's the last game that Kerr has to be in Apollo. So that's exciting. And so the next game after that, Kerr will get to play. So that then we can we can ditch the uh the eight, they only got eight scholarship guys. But Drexel, again, not a must win, but <laughs> please, please try to figure out a way to beat the Drexel Dragons. First one to 60 wins this one. If if and if neither team gets a 60, then obviously. The first, you know, the team that has the most points. That's very obviously how basketball and any sports work, except for golf. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen to all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Overcast Podcasts, YouTube. Till next time, I'm Josh Witt. WVU for the 2023-2024 season. They have three wins and they have five losses. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.